Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing, and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. You couldn't pick two bigger things in the 90s to mash together, Mason, in a movie that... In hindsight, it's kind of terrible. It's bad. I hated it. <laughs> Space Jam. Space Jam. Here's the thing, though. No, you. I. I, I apologize. I didn't hate it. Uh, that would be too strong a a term for what. I just, if anything, it baffled me right. that anybody could have any kind of strong reaction to this movie. Well, but now it, or then. But well, here's the thing. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Leave a like. That I was going to say. That. You're right. Yeah. The thing. But in the '90s, if you loved. Michael Jordan, because and why wouldn't you? Because at the time he was sort of inarguably the best basketball player. He was the Michael Jordan of, of being Michael. Exactly, doing a basketball the whole time. Man. He was he was always like slam dunk, everyone. Look at this. Look his how cla- many I'm his, doing. His classic catchphrase: <laughs> "Look how many I'm doing." But I mean, you love that, and that's you love him, and that's fine. But he's not playing basketball in the movie, is he? He's just standing around in front of a green screen for ninety he's minutes. Played a bit of basketball. He's shooting some hoops. He's like, look at this. Look how many I'm getting. Sure. Not as many in the first half. And if you love the Looney Tunes, yeah. for some reason, whatever reason that happens to uh, be. What are you talking about? They're not, they're not at their best either. No. Their best obviously being um, on like novelty silky boxer shorts, <laughs> yes. which is where they were in the 90s. And is the, that just and, an Australian thing? I don't it might know. have been. And the back of mud flaps. Oh, my God, yeah. Back off, pa-pow. Pa-pow. Look how many I got. Look how many I got. Two guns. <laughs> for me, watching this, yeah. I, I remember everything about this movie. Sure. It's, it's crazy. Like, I haven't watched this in 20 years, but I'm like, I didn't need to watch this. I just know everything ah. about this movie. Well, see, there's the difference because I've seen this once, yep. just earlier, yeah. as an adult. So Yeah, no, that's fair <laughs> enough. What, what I didn't know, uh, though... I guess some of us never grew up. In a way. <laughs> but a few things about this. First of all, it's spawned from a series of night commercials where 
Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan played basketball against Marvin the Martian and some aliens oh. and whatever. And people were like, oh my God, this is radical and whatever. Look how many he's <laughs> getting and doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, sure. And also, in hindsight, looking back on this, it doesn't seem to capture the spirit of any of the Looney Tunes it stuff. Doesn't. The good stuff mm. very well. Because the best of the Looney Tunes stuff mm. was just really kind of chaotic. Yep. If you'd said to me a few hours ago, which do you like more? Like the Disney signature characters, the Warner Brothers signature characters. Yeah. I'd be like Warner Brothers for sure, but now I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> wow. But they, they, they feel so drained of life in this. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily think it's a function of the new animation style of this movie where it's sort of like, you know, it's, it's not the old Warner Brothers kind of very simple stuff. No, I don't think that's what it is. Mm. Yeah. Well, actually, I was saving this for trivia. I've got a few things coming up in trivia that, that you're going to love, including a proposed sequel, not the one with LeBron James, a different one. Huh. But uh, in an interview a couple of years after the film's release, long-time Looney Tunes director Chuck Jones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. massive creator, was highly critical of the movie. Jones felt it strayed too far from the source material, in particular saying that Bugs would never openly recruit others in his battle. <laughs> and he further maintained that, uh, that the Bugs he worked on would have single-handedly dispatched with the aliens in short order. Which is true, but then you don't get... Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. That's not a movie, is it? But I think he's right. The Looney Tunes are at their best when two or more of them meet in a desert or a forest or something and then proceed to attempt to murder each other. (laughs) That's That's what they're like, what is this? What are you doing? Teamwork. That being said, this was the highest grossing Looney Tunes film and Mm. probably still is. And it was and probably still is the biggest basketball movie of all time. It cost 80 million, it made 250 million. And it also. It came out at, like we mentioned, peak Michael Jordan, mm. peak Looney Tunes. Well, kind of like a second resurgence sure, yeah. off the back of Tiny Tunes and Animaniacs and a bunch mm-hmm. of other stuff that was going on, which is all better stuff than this, I should that, point I out. I mean, that's what I re- remember from the 90s. I remember, you know, Freakazoid, yeah. Tiny Tunes. And it also has some attention to detail in relation to Michael Jordan's real life, which I appreciate. For one, they matched his suit and tie for his retirement press conference, which they <laughs> okay. recreated. But at the same time... Big and wide. Big and wide, yeah. But then everything else kind of about him and his life is kind of vague and, and the, incorrect. The, the precise number of buttons on his suit jacket. It's way Seven off. Seven buttons. But I remember even as a kid seeing his house uh-huh. and then it's just like on the street and there's no fence and people are going past and like waving at him. It would never happen. There'd be a million people outside of his house sure. almost constantly. But yeah, so... At the time, it was interesting because if you've seen that recent uh, Chicago Bulls documentary, which you might have watched on Netflix, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. great. It's really terrific. He was kind of down on his luck, which they work into this. He'd he'd quit basketball. His father, though they didn't say it in the movie, was murdered. Wow. But, you know, they just say he kind of passed away in this. He's playing baseball, but but he's no good. He's got got Wayne Knight as an assistant. You know what I mean? All of these things are, are, are working against him. And well, those are things working for the movie. Wayne Knight is great in this. Bill yeah. Murray is good with the two or three lines oh my he God. has. Bill Murray is an absolute highlight of this movie. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really supposed to be in it, but they're friends. And he was. And Michael Jordan was like, "Please, I'm I'm going mad. <laughs> I need someone to talk to other than a person in a green stocking." And Bill Murray was like, "Okay, I'll be in it, but I have to be I have to be playing a version of myself that does not care whether you live or die." Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, I, what I liked about that, though, I think a couple of the jokes for me that did work, there's two. There's two that I noted. And I know <laughs> In this 90 minutes, there were two jokes that worked. Yeah. Okay, so, here we go. I'd love to hear about them. Uh, Sylvester the Cat's idea to, to beat the monsters 
just devolves into him capturing Tweety Bird. Like that's oh, kind yeah, of uh-huh. his idea. And also Bill Murray's explanation for how he just turned up at the game. He's just like, yeah, the producer's a friend of mine and a teamster dropped me off. Like, And I remember as a kid, like not getting that or uh-huh. kind of being confused as to why he was there or whatever. Like but now you're like, mm, timeless. Yeah, great joke. Timeless behind the scenes, yeah. how the sausages made Hollywood joke. Ivan Reitman was involved in this. So like, I think that's kind of how it, how okay. it came together. Also, Michael J. Fox was originally going to do the Wayne Knight role, which I think would have worked. Yeah, uh, okay, really sure, well. Yeah. But you know, Wayne Knight. It's Wayne Knight. Whatever, man. Whatever. Anyways, the story about this. What? What is it? I mean, everyone knows. But what? 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 Well, I didn't know until like oh, really? some hours ago. Well, I mean, vaguely. I Were mean, you expecting them to jump into the cyberverse like in the new movie, and they're going through the Matrix or I, whatever? I expect that of every movie. <laughs> sure. Hackers was a high point for you, was it? It's all been downhill from there. I'm not wrong. Yeah. Green Book. Is that how you get into the cyberverse? <laughs> How dare this movie win an Oscar? <laughs> yes. So um, the the okay. So the there's a, there's a there's a cartoon crime boss kind of guy, like a sports magnate, and he wants to get the Looney Tunes yep. into uh, into his like his uh, his uh, moon park, or his moon space park, mountain sp- moon park, moon park um, because he sees how chaotic they are, and he's like, and, and he sends these little creatures to Earth yep. to to capture them. Uh, but then it turns out that uh, they 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 have to leave them alone if they win a competition. Yes, and so they pick basketball. They pick they pick a, a Space Jam of all things. Pick a Space Jam. Yeah. yeah, and then as a result of that, them wanting to win the basketball, <laughs> they use a magic basketball to mm-hmm. steal powers from people who know about basketball. That's right. Well, they did, but then their powers of basketball. Oh, okay, are right. Stolen. So basketball historians. Yes, in a way, yes. Basketball eggheads, you know what I mean? I, I kind of thought it was kind of quite that they thought it was like an NBA pandemic and they shut everything down. I'm like, oh, that's fun, isn't it? But that subplot I enjoy of those five NBA players just kind of their life is ruined <laughs> and they're just walking around being embarrassed just, all the just, time. Just having a constant existential crisis <laughs> behind the scene. Like on one side of the movie, you've got people like, you know, putting dynamite on the, on the, on the basketball hoop or whatever and mm. crazy wacky adventures in there. And then you, you just go back to earth and it's just five men being like, what do I do now? My life is over. <laughs> it's got also my favorite line. It's got some great NBA acting all around in this. Oh yes, where Charles Barkley is at a is at a psychiatrist office, and he goes, "It wasn't a dream; it really happened." I'm like, great stuff, Charles Barkley. Talks about Madonna because he was banging Madonna around the time or whatever. He's talking about Godzilla. <laughs> he didn't talk about Godzilla. That's wild. Yeah. If I'd beaten you know Godzilla one on one on the court, I would. Uh, I tell everyone. I tell everyone. Yeah. Hey, Madonna. Guess what? Yeah. What I think is also hilarious about this is. So it ends with kind of Michael Jordan coming out of retirement as he did in real life. Uh-huh. And then he goes to those NBA players and he goes, I know you guys are no good now, but guess what? I got a magic basketball. And they're like, whoa, how'd you do that? Or whatever. They went like, you did this. <laughs> I know you did this. Sure. You took it from me. And they beat him up. <laughs> and they beat him up. Because he's good at basketball, not karate. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Wow. So I thought that was hilarious. And off the back of that, this is a fun fact. Uh, the stars, the five stars who had their talent stolen, none of them ever won an NBA championship, largely due to Michael Jordan winning six championships with the Bulls. So in a way, he did suck the talent right out of them. That's like true. any of those guys on their own, if Michael Jordan didn't exist, would have been, you know, the biggest players. And they were, you know, well, at the really time. make you think. It'd make you think, doesn't it? And, I, and I'm sure that's the way, you know, they frame it. But also, I think, you know how superstitious basketball players are? I mean, obviously Michael Jordan wore his like... His, his college shorts under his bull shorts, you know, his entire career. Mm. I reckon at least a few of those guys are like, 
think being in Space Jam stole my basketball powers for real. I think that really happened. <laughs> I never yep. should have done it. I'm full of regrets. Yeah, you might be right, yeah. They were in a real psychiatrist office talking about the psychiatrist scene in the movie that they were in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It wasn't a dream. It really happened. I really was banging Madonna. <laughs> I swear to God. And then Godzilla was there. <laughs> so I think in, in some ways this is a technical marvel. And in a lot of some ways... some ways it's a technical foul. Yes, well, very good. There's not really any of that in this. But in also other ways, it's... It's, it's constant fouling in this movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, but, no one's, no, yeah on but no one's calling nothing is yeah, what I'm saying. True, yeah, yeah. So it also feels like behind the times in terms of what they did with like Roger Rabbit, for yeah. example. Because Roger Rabbit sort of seamlessly integrated the characters into the real world. Yeah. But this is very obviously... Bill Murray in a green room, yes. and they just animate around. There's him. often like a like a really soft edge around. Yeah. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan as he's getting all these baskets happening. He's like, look yeah, at yeah. all how, how many am I doing now? Do you reckon? <laughs> a lot. He does a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, but I feel like there's some moments where there's interactions between humans and cartoons, which you know looks pretty solid. But it, it, as I said, not all of the time. And to Michael Jordan's credit, he's not an actor. But it. It, it it like he's making a go of it, isn't he? Really? You know what? He's not, but he's also at one point the greatest basketball player of all time and one of the richest men in the world. So get over it, Michael <laughs> Jordan. Honestly, do you think he's not over it? I think maybe he's not over it. Might not be over. He, ta- he, he takes a lot of things personally. I don't know if you're aware he of that. He does. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I listened to an interview um, on Ferris Wheelhouse, the, the YouTube channel, where they got uh, David uh, Spafford on. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off. Whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother 
or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. And he worked on Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like uh-huh. pioneered a lot of those amazing techniques in that movie. And yeah. going back, looking at that, it's a movie from the 80s, and it's just phenomenal. It's crazy. Agreed. But Joe uh, Pikeka, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, the director... Apparently he didn't know what he was doing. Okay. This is from the. This is what Dave says. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Where they just filmed a bunch of green screen stuff. Where it's yeah. a green screen room. Michael Jordan is playing basketball against five green screen dudes, and then they took it to him and were like, "Can you, you know, we need you to fix this, like animate this." And he's like, "I, 
I can't. Like this is you've you've really You've given me literally nothing yeah, here. There's yeah. a scene that he talks about specifically where a guy in a green screen suit goes across Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and they're like, So that's gonna be when Tweety Bird goes past Michael Jordan. He's like, Well, like it can't be Tweety Bird because he's he's tiny. <laughs> and you've blocked, You should have thrown a tennis ball. Yeah, and you've blocked him with a green screen man. And they're like, No, no, you remove the green screen man. And he's like, No. Because <laughs> and so they didn't hire him and then went back months later and went we fired the director and could you please fix this? And he's like, I hate this. And yeah, but you're going to have to give me a lot of money and I don't really want to talk about it. And they're like, fine, whatever. Okay, wow. So yeah. Should we talk about the game itself though? The game of basketball. Well, the, the game the, of kings. This particular game. Okay, yeah, sure. So I, I like how Marvin the Martian is the ref. I think so he would be the half middle. And half. Whatever. He's a toon and an, and an alien. I mean, they're all toons, but yeah, in a way, yes. Mm. I like how I guess there is tension in the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't like how there were no rules. I'm all about rules. <laughs> gonna, well, you, can just, you can just shoot a man's teeth out, can you? People could have guns, Bugs Bunny's on a moped. They're just doing Pulp Fiction, aren't they? They sure are. Yeah. Also, but, but then there's moments where it's like, ah, oh, you need an extra player because you, you lost one of your players. You can play basketball with four. You can play with three. <laughs> like, and why is that the rule all of a sudden? Why, yeah. is it, why is anybody hung up on any of this? Where are all the other tunes? There's got to be more tunes. Also, Michael... Get jo- some from the, some of those cancelled cartoons that you can't <laughs> get show anymore. See them in the background. Warner Brothers probably got a few of those. Bring them in. <laughs> exactly. But and there's even a moment, which, speaking of no rules, Michael Jordan travels before he makes that dunk at the end. Whoa. You see him, he catches the ball, he bounces it, he holds it, mm-hmm. and then starts dribbling again, which you cannot do. So technically, didn't win. But also technically, it's a movie. So yeah. and they've got guns. So that's just right. <laughs> whatever, I guess. Uh, here's some observations I have also before we do trivia. Okay, great. Um, so so this isn't trivia. This is this, this is. No, then observ- I'm going to do trivia. These are two different sec- sections. Okay. This is called observations, Mason. I couldn't think of a name. It's just called observations. Okay. It's in small text. It's in, in aerial. No, it's Times New Roman. Change wow. that band. Okay, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, the Looney Tunes live in the center of the Earth. Didn't didn't pick that. Wouldn't have picked that. Yep. Honestly, there's a moment they're in hell. I guess. Wow. There's a moment. I kind of would have picked that actually. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think they're the souls of the damned, and that's why they have to shoot keep- each other all the time and run about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sylvester takes like a really ragged like blast to the chest that like cuts him open. <laughs> you remember a, that? Is that where he's got a big hole in? It him? Doesn't kill him. Yeah. Amazing. He's in know. hell. He's they're probably, all in hell. They're all in hell. Well, speaking of, because there's a moment where Michael Jordan's kids are watching an old Looney Tunes cartoon mm-hmm. and then Daffy Duck or someone runs in and goes, we've got a meeting because there's going to be a basketball game. Uh-huh. And then they leave, which makes me think like, are the Looney Tunes performing these live like every time? Yeah, because like they're in hell. Like a play? That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's hell. Yeah. Michael Jordan apparently has a paperclip stuck in his ear. You look into his ear and there's just a like a Ren and Stimpy style huh. up close gross shot and he's just got a paperclip. Maybe that's the secret to his powers. How long do you think that's been in there? Forever. Wow. Since he was a kid. Do you think um, this is lucky do you think that's because that's prodded a part of his brain that makes him good at basketball? Or do you think the paperclip itself is enchanted with basketball powers? Could you put that in anybody's ear and they get Michael like Jordan's Michael Jordan powers? powers? Like the movie Like Mike, but it's a paperclip that you jam in a kid's ear? Yeah, in, right into their brain. Wow. Maybe it's clippy. <laughs> Maybe it is clippy. It was the 90s. Hey, do you want to be the best in the world at basketball? <laughs> Follow these tips. And I've just written here, I don't have an opinion on Lola Bunny. I know a lot of people have very strong opinions and also in relation to the new movie. Why is that your favourite character? What do you care? Sure, right? Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, you love Lola Bunny is what I'm saying also. You're saying that while you're looking into a mirror though, so that's weird. No, that's a magnifying glass. It's actually enhancing you. 
<laughs> but uh, got some, well, let's do some trivia. Okay. It's just called trivia. No more antics. There's wow. too many antics in this movie already. Oh, okay, and you're sick of antics. Sick okay. of antics. Okay. What, what font is this? This is going to be a... Helvetica? Yeah, a good common sense font. Yeah, Helvetica. Maybe an impact, whatever. No, that's that's too silly. Yeah, you're right. Then make it Comic Sans, you'll never know. <laughs> he doesn't watch these back. The, the Space Jam website. We have to mention it. They only recently updated it. It was mm. one of those weird kind of... HTML, yeah. web, web 1.0 websites, yeah. Just they kept kind of... It was just there. You can yeah. still get to it, apparently, but... Make it an app, that's what I say. Yeah, exactly. It's filled with microtransactions. <laughs> you want to click on one of those planets? $1.99. What's going to cost you. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, um, Chuck Jones also took exception with some of the film's dialogue, feeling that some of the one-liners were inconsistent or inappropriate relating to the characters who said them. So, some mm. more sick burns there. Also, it's a bit of Disney Warner Brothers beef. Oh, well, if you're if you're wondering kind of what happened to that Roger Rabbit sequel, which they were supposed to make, because that featured both Warner yes. Brothers and Disney characters, mm, it which was, would have been a, a logistical and legal nightmare. It absolutely was. So Disney Studios asked Warner Brothers if they could use some of the Looney Tunes characters for the Disney film Who Framed Roger Rabbit in 1988, and Warner Brothers obliged and were in the belief that this was a reciprocal gentleman's agreement, which meant that they could then use some of the Disney characters in a project of their choosing. Interesting. But because that was old Disney management, Warner Brothers then started to work on this film and they asked and they said no. So they wanted Mickey Mouse to be the ref. Ah, okay. Because he right. doesn't care if they get chained up and taken to the moon. That's true. Yeah, or back to hell, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. So, yeah, they, they reneged on the agreement wow. to, with Warner Brothers. Classic so Mouse. Classic Mouse. I think it was it Michael Eisner at the time, was it? The guy who made Quibi was head of Disney, oh, maybe, maybe then? I don't know. I don't know. Another classic Michael Eisner decision. Yeah. Probably a good one, though, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to hear about the sequel? And not the sequel they were going to make, which was a Space Jam 2 again with Michael Jordan, because he was like, never again. Never a goddamn <laughs> get in my life. Um, this is called Skate Jam. Oh, they're doing it Air Bud style. The, the tunes would be doing different things. Well, this was a Tony Hawk Centered yes. sequel. So the idea was that they brought him in and they were like, we love you, Tony Hawk. And he's like, thanks. And then they said... <laughs> are, you Tony, are you Tony Hawk, by the way? Just to be clear, are you, are you Tony Hawk? Yeah. Are you really? I'm really Tony Hawk, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, fine. But uh, so then they, they pitched him hard on okay. this idea of, of s- skate jam, whatever it's mm. called, skate park jam, skate, mm. skate man. He's a man. Mm. Um, so, skate or die jam. <laughs> yes, Skate or go to hell, Jam. <laughs> so they had like storyboards and artwork and there was a bunch of studio executives there being like throwing him ideas and they had a guy doing voices. So they, they mapped it all out. Uh-huh. They said, we're going to give you a million dollars up front. And Tony Hawk's like, I love the Looney Tunes and I am Tony Hawk. Stop <laughs> asking me that. I am. Uh-huh. I know I just look like anybody, mm-hmm. but I am Tony Hawk. And he was extremely keen, right? He's like, I would have done this for free. He talked about this in a recent Instagram story. And then they said... All we have to, all you have to do, Tony Hawk, is is lift up your pant legs and show us your pristine uh, uh, knees and and, and uh... They need to be f- camera ready. That's right. <laughs> you need yeah. to have just just perfect shins, Tony Hawk. That is not something we can fix in post. Non negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> so no, what actually happened was Looney Tunes back in action in two thousand and three was acting as a reintroduction of those characters. Uh-huh. Uh, they also had Brendan Fraser, and he obviously hot off the back of the Mummy movies and bedazzled. And other movies. Gods and Monsters with Ian McKellen. Exactly. That mm. movie, which is apparently very good, but I've never seen it. Is that correct? Correct. You have not seen it. <laughs> so, but then uh, the movie came out. It didn't do well. It, it, it made well under what it cost. Tanked. The whole thing was over. He 
never got a call back. Like that was it. Wow. Okay. And sure. it was over. Huh. Skate jam. Mm. Skate or jam. What do you choose? Skateboarding or a jar of jam? I choose jam. What do you choose? It's a fresh jam. It's not one of those fake conserve kind Can of jams. Can I choose ore? Like ore as in the, the mineral? The, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Do I say mineral weird? Mineral, <laughs> sorry. Mm. Yeah, you can have that. Yeah. How much is it though? I mean, enough. Yeah, to buy a jar of jam. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Anyways, this has been uh, Space Jam, first Space Jam. Uh, we're not going to do back in action. We just don't want to. <laughs> do you have any uh, disagreements about that? Well, I've never seen it, so I don't know. I mean, yeah. I like Brendan Fraser. So do I. And I like the idea of um, Tony Hawk being screwed out of a million bucks. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I actually don't. He seems like a very nice man. Look, if they make a Space Jam 3, maybe we'll come back to it. But there's something else we want to look at next week, isn't there, Mason? Oh, yes. Something we also might cover the sequel for. Here's a hint. Speaking of cartoons in the 90s, am I right? <laughs> I can't remember what you're talking we're about. We're the Mask movie. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there you go. Somebody stop us. You can't. Oh, that's true. Ben could stop us because he edits them. He could just go, I didn't do it. <laughs> Yeah. And then we'd be like, oh, man. Power move. Impressive. <laughs> but uh, anyways, this has been Caravan of Garbage. We do this every week. If you do have any suggestions, bloody line them up in the comments, mate. What do you think of Space Jam? Do you think it holds up? Obviously not. But what do you think of it? <laughs> do you have a, a different wrong opinion that you yeah. think it does hold up? Let us know in the comments. It's not without things going on. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always a thing it's happening. It's not without Bill Murray's going on. Yeah. You know? I feel like this could have been a better movie if it was just Bill Murray. They recruited Bill Murray. Don't you think? Yeah. I would love that. They could have just said, Bill Murray, sit in this green screen room and just just, just talk to yourself for 90 minutes. Can I smoke cigarettes? Sure. It's the 90s, I guess so. <laughs> we I can't see remember the- what the rules are <laughs> yeah. in this era that we're currently in. But we want to see those pins, Bill Murray. That's right. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for watching. Uh, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. If you do want to see these early, go to bigsandwich.co. There's a bunch of other stuff, including movie commentaries, bonus podcasts, and an early edition of our podcast, The Weekly Planet, which comes out on Monday, but Sunday for this. Mm. We'll probably cover Space Jam 2 when it comes out, won't we? Yeah. Def- yeah. Look, I mean, there's going to be so many references. Yeah. We're going to see all is Batman going to be in there. Which Batman? All the Batmans? I could just one, just one Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which of the Droogs? All the Droogs, <laughs> they're in there. What's the Droogs? The guys from A Clockwork Orange. Oh, the Droogs are in it. The Droogs are in it. Where my Droogs at? I'd see everyone. You shouldn't have Droogs. <laughs> if you got to, if you got them, get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Put them out on the street. Let yeah. let the let the hard rubbish come collect give, them. Give, give your Droogs two weeks notice. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 